picture this. We're getting ready to head out the door to a family party, which seems to happen about every weekend around here. I get up and get ready before everyone else. I pack the bag for the kids. I've got the snacks, the puddle jumpers, because in this case, this is a, a pool outing, sunblock, bug spray, swimsuits, dry clothes, water bottles. I may even find time in there to get a little bit of breakfast and a coffee for myself. We're running late as usual. I'm corralling the kids to brush their teeth, to go potty, find their sandals, get all their things. Oh wait, we have to put a couple ponytails in someone's head. So, you know, it's a lot. It's chaos. And as I'm getting the kids into the car, into their car seats, everything's packed. Josh decides he's going to make a protein shake. We're all in the car ready to go and he's making a protein shake. This, my friends, is but one example of what it's like to be the she-fault in a family. And that's what we're talking about on this episode called Disrupting Household Job Descriptions. The other piece, and this is something I think we could probably touch on because this is one that like is kind of really challenging for for myself. And, it, and you, you talk about like getting out the door. Mm. <laughs> and or and I'll, I'll use the example. You know, we're on a little getaway right now, mm-hmm. and we you had to you know we had to pack up all the kids' stuff to get out the door. But that's all on you. And I like yep. I, I mean, I guess if I like, I don't want to do it. I can't. I don't want to do it either. I, right? I know I you don't want to. I know you don't want to do it either. But like, but ultimately, I <laughs> kind of <laughs> default to you See? to do it. It's a she fault. It is a she fault. It's a she fault. But like, yeah, that sucks. I don't want to. That's probably actually it's very interesting that you're saying that because I think that is there's probably like a larger halo effect of that where like certainly going on overnight trips involves more planning, preparation, packing, like Mm -hmm. organizing, which, by the way, Colby shout out, K-O-L-B-E certified consultant i'm not wired to to organize I'm they're like not a four spo- out they're of not 10. sponsoring the show either. no they are not but that would be really cool because i think they would like there's so much underpinnings of that in this conversation but i'm not wired to organize but yet i'm the female and i'm the she fault so i'm the i'm inventory management for our house i am like buying the toilet paper i'm figuring out school stuff what do they need yeah i'm the person that buys the stuff for the house like most of the shit i'm buying from target is not fun stuff for me it's like mm-hmm. underwear and socks and more toothpaste and like nothing exciting but stuff that we need and so let me bring it back to like the packing stuff is like even though maybe all we're doing is like going to a family party or taking the kids to I was going to say to the zoo but like we never do that. <laughs> but like any any outing yeah. that we have with the kids it's it, it like doesn't matter how, what the outing is or how long we'll be gone it's still I still get that like feeling of Jesus Marianne's. like I have to I have to pack I have to remember what we need right while we're there to have it all ready because when I'm the one that's responsible for that. And, you know, I'm going to throw some shade your direction. When I forget things, you don't let me forget about it. Like, you are like, oh, you forgot this? Why'd you forget this? 
That's you, by the way. That's me impersonating you. Impression. Yeah. That is that is the truth. <laughs> Thank you for accepting yes, the shade true. I threw you away. <laughs> so there's pressure there too that like, oh, Josh will be upset. I mean, this is not like hugely top of mind, but unconsciously there's probably something to that of like the times that you've definitely let me know that I forgot something. So let's get into this like a touch. Is like, so we d- divide and conquer. You kind of have your responsibilities and I have my responsibilities. And I'll say like my responsibility, you know, my responsibility all week or is feeding the family. So yep. I'm like the one does all the, you know, little grocery shopping, but I order a lot, order it, order it from from Aldi, also not a sponsor of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Nor is Instacart. But we've got a few brand names going here. <laughs> they should be. Uh, um, they make our life easier. And so, right. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, my responsibilities are, you know, ordering stuff off off Instagram. But no, it's all pr- preparation. Well, I, I would say this, like, so we do have a divide and conquer. And most of the stuff we actually, like, kind of have in some to some extent, like, written out. Like, this is your roles and this is my roles. And we've kind of, I'd say the, the packing thing has been de- delegated unwillingly to you and then all like the supplies and stuff of the house have been delegated you know kind of unwillingly to you but i would say i would be willing to participate but i think i need kind of a clear and and we do this we do this yeah for most of the household is we these are your responsibilities these are my responsibilities and that's how we tackle things but these are these have been kind of delegated like i said not really that by kind of default yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't know that I mean, yes, I think we've 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 probably been more we've probably been less intentional about who's doing what than more intentional. But then there are times where I'm like like laundry. Like I can't do all of the towels. Like I can't clean all of those. Like, can you do the big towels because it's less things right. to fold and I'll do the kitchen towels and the napkins and stuff. Like then I just I, like because that's that's another like she fault thing is laundry like and thank God we sent the kids laundry out because no and and then so like away. you know you tried to pull me into that mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were we're in a, a position that we can I could I was determined that we're going to delegate it so we so we got a, a you know a, yeah. a laundry service which which has been. Yeah, we outsourced. I mean, yeah, majorly beneficial. Yeah, because folding children's stuff is very tedious. Yeah, and that's an interesting thing because I was just reading something recently where, like, the things the male quote unquote typical male responsibilities in a household are like fine to be delegated, like taking the car to the like to I don't expect change. you to do an oil change <laughs> like I'm not expecting you to do that. Well, yeah. Taking the cars to get washed, having someone else mow the lawn, having some like the things that are typically male responsibilities. Yeah. There's absolutely no question about outsourcing them, but then women which I'm I've become completely fine with outsourcing things and I feel very privileged that we have the ability to outsource things right. cuz not everybody does. But the tasks of like laundry, yeah. sending out laundry or cleaning the house or the grocery shopping. That those are things that in in other households I would say fall more to females managing than males. Like oh, ours yeah. is unique with the food thing cuz you you cook 
You're, yeah. You are our, our what a, you're our cooker, as the kids call you. Yes. That's not typical. So these are the things that women are like, oh, I don't know if I can outsource that. Like, that's my job. But it's so ridiculous if you zoom out and you're like, right. men have no problem having other people mow their lawn every weekend. Men have no problem having the dropping the car off at the shop to get an oil change. Like, those are nobody's. Yeah, it's not a it's not a difficult decision that people are labeled like like not a difficult decision is how I mean, but like it's totally fine. So why why is it such a like? And I don't know if this is more of like the story that women are telling ourselves about outsourcing those yeah. things, or if it becomes like, oh, we have to make this big decision about you know getting the house cleaned or sending out laundry or you know using a grocery delivery service. I know those are actually probably more expensive than getting your lawn mowed and maybe oil change, but still, it's just like why is it not? as easy of a decision to say, you know, this is a lot for me. I don't want to scrub toilets every weekend. So we're going to get a cleaning service. Maybe we'll start once a month and we'll dial it up if we need it more. Yeah. And I think I would say it's dependent on the circumstances of the woman that's, that's home. So I, I I would say like, and you know, I'm going to make some assumptions so you can, you can catch me if these are Oh, I'm off glad. kilter, but no, no. I mean, and I think I think these are these are fine. But like, you are a full time out of the home home worker. But also although I you, work but ironically, the- you, but I work you work remote. remote so <laughs> but I work from home. That thing. We, yeah. Uh huh. Yes. Uh huh. I'm tracking. And so you don't have so. You, no, actually, let me talk about the other side. So, like, so a woman that does work in the home and she's a at home mother working. Uh, Doing the <laughs> make mom sure, thing. Make, yep. make sure I get that in there. No. <laughs> so I, I feel like th- that that woman is feels less valued in herself if she has to like delegate probably something to this. Like she is the one, like I she's valued because she does laundry, right? And and that's her value, that's her contribution to the family. Mm. And so she, you have to have you have to feel like self-worth by contributing to the, the household and if you're delegating that to someone then it I think it probably in some ways like well shoot I'm not even doing that you know I'm, yeah I'm, I'm not personally doing that it's kind of like a difference between sure well I mean just difference of just like getting your hands dirty and doing the the dirty work that you're contributing to the greater good or you're delegating for someone else to do it but you don't feel like the accomplishment yeah. as much when you're, you know, you're delegating in this small, small task, small yeah. job, right? I mean, that's, that's certainly yeah. a factor. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so I'll take it like from the, like an HR perspective is like, when I think about my responsibilities, like my job description, it's going to look different, like, and in, in including both like life and my nine to five, my job is going to look different than someone who doesn't have it. like their their job is to be a mom yeah. and be the wife like be that that manager of stuff so like their set of responsibilities might look different and so i think what you're touching on is like for each yeah like it depends on each person and their circumstances yeah. and what they feel is their like job description what's mm-hmm. what should be on your job description and i think for me this goes back to that whole like 
visual I had in my head that was really stupid and tropey of like, I have the briefcase and I have the baby on the hip is like, that is a really long job description and I can't do all of that. Mm -hmm. So I am making decisions about what things go on that job description and what things are not on that job description. And some of them just don't get done. So like thank you notes, I feel like such an asshole Mm -hmm. that we don't send thank you notes. I try to send like really thoughtful thank you text messages. But if I could sit down and send thank you notes, I don't know what that sound was. There was a big thud. There's a poltergeist in this loft that we're staying at in Petersburg, Illinois. Just occurred and unbeknownst. Oh my God. I feel like I would, what was I talking about? Oh, some of the things just don't get done. So like the thank you notes, the, the, you know, sitting down and doing arts and crafts with the kids, which honestly, I think if I had like all day with them, I wouldn't do that anyway, because I, I don't like, they like arts and crafts. Correct. If I were to sit there, no, I'd be like, you guys go do that. You can go. I love it. I love the things that you create, but I'm not going to sit here and play with you. But some of this stuff is hard being a parent and yes. entertaining the kids. Right. Yeah. Back right. to that a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Go ahead. Anyway. Yeah. No, I think I just, I think it comes down to like, what, what do you think should be on your job description? And knowing that that list can also, so it's customized each individual, but like what it, it can change over time as the kids get older, as your situation at home changes. Like if you got a new job or I got a new job, like, we might have to shift something so that that person can focus. So I think it's just, but but the What's, thing I guess I'm getting at is like some of the the women's job description is a fuck ton longer, right? Than men. So let's talk about this a little bit because you know you have your your responsibilities, I have my responsibilities, and they're kind of unwritten responsibilities. Some of it is yeah. we've talked about and delegated, and you kind of know it's. I know like cooking is my responsibility and, and big towels are my responsibility, <laughs> not the little towels. Cause those take forever to fold too. And yeah. lucky me, I get to do it. Cause I'm like, Oh, at least I get a win that something. Josh is doing the big. So towels. I would say like, here's, here's kind of where I'm going to take this a little bit is like, how do you communicate or how do you figure out like who's responsible for what? And it's like, if you came to me and we're, and, and this is, this is where I'm just kind of talking it out and thinking through it. Like if you came to me and, and we're like, here's your list of things to do, I would be like, Oh yeah. WTF, like take your list and you know, do stuff with it. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> but uh, so like, what's a good approach to, to delegate tasks? I'm so glad you asked Josh. This episode here's, is sponsored here- by fair play from Eve Rodsky. No, it's not. But wouldn't that be cool too? Cause I love you, Eve Rodsky and everything oh, that she's like- doing. But no, legit, there's a lot of different ways that you can approach it because another way, so Fair Play is Eve Rodsky's book, but like the system of, it's a it's a game and we have two decks of cards in our house that we've never like looked at. And how long have you had this game? For like two years. But it's because, Josh, I feel just like you said that if I would hand you a yes, list. right. To me, getting out this deck of cards feels similar in that I'm I'm basically by saying, Josh, can we sit down and look at these cards is telling you that I don't think you're doing enough, which sure. is not true. I know you are, but I want to be more intentional and mindful right. about who's doing what. And then deciding if we mushed our job descriptions together, what are the things that we're okay with sliding off? Mm-hmm. Because the things that you're talking about that are unwritten are like, think about this, like 
I think she has a card in there called Holiday Magic, decorating for the holidays. Oh, my God. Setting up, you know, like putting out cookies for Santa, all of this stuff. I don't want to do any of this. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I I understand the benefit of it, but I don't want to do it either. Like, I hate decorating. I hate decorating for the holidays. just outsource it, right? No. (laughs) Which people do. Legit people do. Well, we do it not with decorating, but like, yeah, that's what we're, uh, yeah, we're at a situation where we, where we can do that. So, but that's not like the norm. No, but let me bring it back to the, the, you asked the question, how do you do that? So like, yes, you can do that fair play method. You can also just sit down and write it out on a piece of paper. Like, what do you do? What do I do? Let's like, just do a little bit of a brain download independently and come together and share and then what do you not want to do from that list? I did that at Micah Ross's retreat. Micah Ross is also not a sponsor of this podcast, but she's part of this conversation as well. But Tiffany Dufu, who wrote Drop the Ball, I read that book, like, I think when we first had our, our first kid, she and her husband put together an Excel, which actually that's probably more of your love language. Now they put ta- Excel now together. You're, now you're talking. She had a I'm column. He had a column. And they went through and they just put X's and the things next to their responsibilities and then decided, like, which things they weren't going to do. So which like things they weren't going to do. Yeah. Okay. Cuz I think part of it is understanding who's doing what and being like yeah. clear about that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. As well as saying here's what we're not going to do. Yeah. Is this this and this. And not everything that you're going to have as your list your is stuff you want, you want to, do. to do. Beautiful. You're so a, a few things. Yeah, this is good. This is good conversation in terms of like talking through like how do you approach delegating these unwritten tasks un you know undelegated tasks that have to get done that you know the feel like the women ha- have the overall the majority of the re- that responsibility and coming to me with a piece of paper and being like here's your list here's my list let's you know is going to be for anybody if i did that to you you'd be very upset <laughs> yes and way. so like a you mentioned fair play so that's like a game that you play, which I've never just, never played. It's not but that's, even really that like a like, game. There's just a deck of cards that have individual responsibilities. <laughs> so it's basically like an Excel, but you've taken each yeah. cell and it's just across your kitchen table and you literally go card by card and you're like, okay, does this have to get done? Yes or no? Okay, who's going to do it? And then you put the cards and then you kind of see where the cards fall, literally. Right, right. And then it's not about, okay, we have split this 50-50. It's mm-hmm. like, does this feel fair? Yes or no? No? Okay, I feel like I have too many things. Is there something on here that you could maybe start to take on? Right. Or could we switch cards? I'm I'm happy to take this thing you don't want to do, yeah. and I'll do this. So it's like, it's more of a conversation, but you, ha- and I feel like this is just true with anything in life, and especially I, I've noticed at work, like when you have a visual stimuli to react to, it really helps in decision oh, yeah. making because you're talking about the thing. Sure. It's it's again, it's still like you and me, not versus each other, but you and me together working mm-hmm. against the challenge, which is identifying what things were what tasks we're going to be doing. Okay. So here's how I would like to do it. Okay. <laughs> and so I, like a, just with the ideas you've been presenting, like I like the <laughs> this Excel spreadsheet. Of course you do. And was the was the point of this 
podcast just to get me to do more no. tasks? No. <laughs> is that what this whole, yeah, like this whole big old thing you oh bought all this God. equipment? You figured it out. I spent hundreds of dollars on podcast equipment <laughs> this just to was ask your methodology. you to of fold me, the small towels. That is what this is all instead about. Instead of handing me God. a piece of paper You've outed with all, me. all my tasks. You've outed you, me. You did this whole podcast ruse to you know get me to do this. Stuff. I am not that smart. But no. here, here's, I think how I would like to approach this is an Excel spreadsheet all the tasks and I want to do it. And this is just me kind of spitballing like as a draft system. So you, you get to actually draft the things you want to do. And then we just go down that list. Oh, interesting. So you start, you don't so go task like, by wanna, task, wanna, but I check the things I want. Yeah. Well, uh, Oh no, I get what you're saying. Well, I'm saying like, maybe like, all right, so cooking and ordering groceries is on that list. Mm. And I'm going to like my, maybe my, that those are things I actually in not ordering groceries, cooking like i enjoy doing it so i'm happy to take that so i would like draft that as mine yeah i would try to see if i could draft the big towels too if that you know falls to me but like maybe you're up and that's like your draft that your pick you get to do so this is this is this is like i think like an experiment that we could try sure and then you could tune in next time (laughs) and hear how the results we could do it live on the podcast of the live draft draft of household responsibilities oh that's really funny we need a creative director involved in this to like produce the whole thing yeah i'm game with trying that but who's gonna do it Who's going to set up the draft? Who's going to set up the Excel? I mean, I can start the list with like things that I know, and then you just add to it, and we'll have a shared, you know, Google Sheet, and okay. we'll just add to it, and then Perfect. we can make a game out of it where oh, you have, a, you know, we drink wine and oh. draft night, just like I do with like fantasy football, and mm. you know, we'll, the big. This is like fantasy home, family. Fantasy family at home. <laughs> Sounds sexy. Task draft. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm going to need wine because that sounds very Sounds like playing helpful. fair play. <laughs> so the thing that would I would dislike. The cards are really cute. The thing that I would play. dislike. Google Sheet is not visually. Absolutely. The thing exciting. I would dislike about fair play, and I'm kind of, the thing I would dislike it is that we would go through that and it would probably kind of, we'd probably have some fun with it and. You yeah. know, give each other cards or whatever. But then, like, we have to now, it's just, like document it, right? If I think th- if things are going to actually, fair, yeah, like you, s- well, if, th- if things are going to actually kind of s- stick to it, like a any kind of a task or routine delegation, then it's like I kind of want it to be written out. Like I'm a, yeah, here's your task. It's written here, and that makes sense. You know, kind of type thing. Yeah, I get that. But the cards could be fun where you do it, and then, and then, then you document. You know what those were. Yeah, but then going. Straight Although I do like putting it in the sheet would be right, but I do like the idea that like the cards already have the tasks they on do. there, so I don't even have to think about the tasks. Right. So this is oh my gosh, so freaking meta, right? Oh my, yes. Are you getting this? It's not just this thing; it's the thinking about the thing. Right. So this is such a meta example of like a lot of the overwhelm that women feel aren't just the doing of the task, but the thinking about all the things that have to get done. That's what it, that's the mental load. Sure. I know I've talked about that with you that hopefully is not, is that a new term? You've heard me say that, right? Oh yeah. But if you want to tell our listeners, tell our listeners, our our maybe like five people that are going to listen to this. Yeah. So mental load is just thinking about all like 
throughout the day, there's so many different things that can pop into our heads about things that have to get done, worries, concerns, and the perception slash like I think this is actually the reality is that the mental load is far greater for women than it is for men because of all of these expectations of things that we're supposed to be doing or things that, yeah, we're not. It's just all of the pressures that we have. So like right now, I'll tell you all the things that are on my mind. One of our kids needs a little bit of support in math. And so I'm like, oh, I need to be playing this game with her and doing flashcards more often. She has a book report due by the end of the month, which I've fully delegated to Josh to help with, but they always do it the night before. And so I have to remind them about it, which feels like bullshit because it's not my task and not my responsibility. We would get it done with or without you reminding us. So maybe I just need to shut up and not, and like, Assume that you're capable, but I'm giving our listeners an example of what the mental load is. It's like thinking about things that may actually be practical things or like not practical, reasonable things I should be thinking about, but also things that are stupid and unreasonable. And I may just need to, in the words of Tiffany Dufu, drop the freaking ball on the book report. And if you and Evelyn, here's what I think my, I'm going to get to the deeper meaning of why I'm not dropping the ball on that. If Evelyn fails, Guess who's going to judge her? Guess which get get when the teacher the thinks No, sorry. <laughs> God, God is going to judge her cuz she didn't get her April report. <laughs> Me? No, no. I asked the question wrong. If Evelyn doesn't complete her book report on time, if Evelyn or the math thing, if Evelyn yes. doesn't improve in math, who is the teacher going to unconsciously or consciously blame for that? You or me? I would say you. Yeah. Yes. That's you. fucked yes. up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. am I being judged in that? Why am I considered? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> fucked up. I don't like it. Right. That's right. the kind of shit I want to change. Who calls home, you know, depending on like how you register kids for school and everything, who are they calling when the kid's sick? Who are they calling when they have like questions? Who are they emailing through their, you know, archaic communication system? The mom. Yes. They're emailing the mom. And no wonder why like that's women true. who want to work in a, like or not who want to work, who are working in a career outside the home, can't get ahead. They're getting calls or messages in the middle of the day that they need to come pick up their kid and then they have to leave. Mm-hmm. And then they're being yeah. judged for that in the workplace. So they're not seen as this like, oh, look at this wonderful, like nurturing, caregiving mom. They're like, oh, Mary Pat left early mm-hmm. today because she had to go pick up her kid. She's not as committed because she's distracted. She's not focused. Yeah. And if a guy left to pick up his kid early, you know what people would do? Wow, what a great dad. He's really showing up for his family. That's really great. Do they though? I think they do. Yeah, so I think this is kind of one of those things that has changed, evolved pretty rapidly over the past. And and honestly, I think the pandemic had some major impact on the perception of like having to pick up children or at least fair right so like it's helped prior to the pandemic you know we're working in offices and you get the call and you got to leave and i would say i mean i always felt gu- i always felt guilty for leaving i'm you know i think a, a little bit of a yeah. workaholic and don't want to let down my team yeah and such. And so I would like if I had to pick up a sick kid, like I felt guilty leaving, which is wrong. I shouldn't feel that way. But no. during the pandemic, like we were all a lot, you know, at a period like 
working from home and like kids were in the background like during on Zoom calls yeah, and such. And so we all kind of got a little bit more used to like that all of, you know, the everyone has a, well, families are involved with, with our, with our lives. And, and it was like on full display during the, yeah. the pandemic. And so I felt, I feel more comfortable now more than I did, you know, prior being like, yeah. being able to get excused from, from, from work for like kid related things. But yeah. 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 No, you're right. That I think is a good observation. It was for those of us who did have the option of working remote because not everybody did and we're at home all with our kids was it, it was more of an equalizer because we didn't I mean there's a portion of time where we didn't have and eh, we mostly always had childcare either from me because I was on parental leave for the first part of it and then we ended up getting her nanny because we had to mm-hmm. like we had a baby there was no way I could go back to work and have a baby like a little baby four month old five month old Mm-hmm. So, okay. I don't know what we were talking about before this, though. Oh, it was like putting together the tasks and everything and doing yeah. all of that. So, I don't know. I think that could be like a next step that I didn't even in- anticipate being part of this podcast mm-hmm. was creating more work for us sure. in addition to recording podcasts. <laughs> but could be something that we do. And if nothing else, I mean, I think my... I'll be very open to like what I get out of that experience and what like, but my, my expectation is that it's going to be more kind of validating the things we've are already doing or already know than it is to be like, oh, wow, we have to make these dramatic shifts in what we're doing. Cause I think you and I over time have been able to like balance some things out and like distribute the tasks. But I also haven't looked at like the full deck of those fair play cards to see like what's all on there. Sure. But you could use that as your stimuli, like list Mm -hmm. of stuff to put in the Google sheet and we could go from there. Amazing. Great. we create that google sheet no no we didn't sorry to disappoint we had great intentions in that moment of lavender latte caffeinated bliss but when we returned home to the real world and our three kids and our full-time jobs and all the other life responsibilities we've naturally fell back into our old ways I equate this kind of phenomenon to what I've experienced when I've gone to a conference or a workshop or even like a virtual lunch and learned. I feel so razzle-dazzled and on fire, so inspired to change. Then once the experience is over and I'm back to the daily grind, I don't really follow through on the change like I had hoped. I haven't given up hope about using the fair play cards to create an Excel for us. I really still want it to happen. I just need to figure out how to make a task like that that seems really hard and unattractive, easy, and dare I say, fun to do together. Let's reflect a little bit here. How 
Do you and your partner organize household tasks and responsibilities? Do you have a system you use? Is there a time of week you talk about it? Um, Is there an approach to communication? Like what exactly do you do? And is it working for you? Is it actually productive? Is it serving the need of ultimately getting you alignment on what needs to get done? And if it's not working for you, how could you make it better? What's one thing that you could do? And this is kind of the big question. Are you willing to take the first step? That's, I think, the hardest thing for me because I get so bogged down in my resentment of just why the hell do I have to be the person to not only have the mental load of the mental load, but have the mental load of solving the mental load. It's a little annoying. And then I get more resentful. But then I'm just, I don't know if it's inertia. Nothing's changing. So who better to take the first step than me and hopefully do it at a time where emotion is not high. Um, Where I can be level-headed and calm and direct and clear with Josh about it. I'll keep you updated on how Josh and I are doing with tasks, um, and I hope you'll tune in next time. Thank you.